You're listening to The Dirt on Dating with your host, Noah Scott. Whether you're on the prowl or spicing up your relationship, we've got the dirt to help you find success in today's digital dating world. Welcome to this episode of The Dirt on Dating Show. I'm Noah, and today we're going to take a glimpse into what it's like to date Riv. So Riv is a pro wrestler. He's a burlesque artist, a model. He's into kink, and he's a customs performer, a switch. He's also a male stripper, a date for hire, as well as a recovery, fitness, and nutrition coach. Welcome to the show, Riv. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Yeah, just trying to beat the heat. Yeah, with the bio like that, with all those fascinating interests, just give everyone a little background. Like, what? How did you get into all these cool interests? And, and you're in Las Vegas now. Yes, sir. I'm located in Las Vegas. It seemed like this was the, uh, for all those things that I do that you just mentioned, this seemed like this would be the mecca of everything that I do and am affiliated with. Absolutely. So I want to get into a lot of the, what the date for hire is for sure. But I think before that, just tell everyone, what's your current relationship status? Are you single? Is it, is it, is it just the performance style of relationships or do you actually have a connection going on right now? No, I was in a relationship and I was living in California and I wasn't happy. I I gave her some money and I broke it off and I moved out here and uh, I've been living the single life ever since. I refer to myself as uh, a single poly because I have some people sprinkled about the country that I love. And uh, when I see them, it's all love and it's all good. But I'm single overall. I don't have any ties to anybody. But yeah, I'm not tied down, but there are a lot of people that I like to see and I like to give my time to Mm -hmm. vice versa. Very cool. Tell us a little bit about how the, so how the poly thing works. Do you ever get jealous or do you ever feel like maybe you're with somebody and and that pair bonding emotion kicks in and you're like, you know what? I really want to, I really want to lock this one down and and go with it. Or or that was one of the more challenging things for me when I first became poly. Because I was raised very Christian and very monogamous. So it was a whole new world for me. But uh, I don't know. I think I've always been this way. I've always wanted to share uh, my time and my love with people that I, that I am interested in. People that pique my interest, that give me a spark. And really, once I was able to just wash away that jealousy part of me from being raised monogamous, it, was, it definitely fit me well. And I don't know, for me... Yeah, just getting rid of that jealousy thing was like the biggest part. I, I just feel so much more at peace. Uh, a thing that really helps me out with the jealousy thing is if I have a partner that has another partner, I like to meet I like to meet their partner and chop it up a bit. You know what I mean? That way there's not a big mystery behind who that, that this other person is, you know? Yeah, and that takes some guts to be able to do that. I think that I think it's a lot like the stories in our own head are really where most of the jealousy. Dude, that's where right? the worst scenarios are. I swear that from my experience, for sure, in dating, the worst scenarios are always in our own head. If, if we can be more open and communicate a lot more freely, then those insecurities can wash away fairly easily, I find. But if you have a partner that, uh, that isn't open to communicating, being poly can be difficult. And I've had some partners like that as well. I've been in where I was seeing two people, two different people openly, and uh, one person was very open to meeting my other partner, but my other partner was not. She was very Mm. like, I don't even want to know. It's all based on personal preference, but my personal preference is I like to just be really open and just communicate and just 
have those difficult conversations, just get them out the way. And I think that's just the best policy. Yeah, I think absolutely. Especially too. So I want to get into how it works for the other side, because I think it's a little bit of extreme or unusual case to date someone that is a male stripper. So what do you do in the case, like when your partners are there, do they get jealous? If you're going out and you say, Hey, I got a job. I'm going to, what are you going to do with the job? I'm, I'm going to go strip. <laughs> do they say, can I be there? Or like, so like, how does that yeah, work? That's like my, if I'm with a partner, I have a partner now and, and from my experience, you know, I could be like, Hey, I got a gig that just came in, you know, it just popped up. And the first thing they say is, well, what kind of gig? You know, uh, uh-huh. it, it could be, be pro wrestling. It can be to do some personal training or anything. But for my for my stripping uh, gigs, I'm with an agency called Showtime Entertainment. You can actually check that out, showtimesentertainment.com. And that's Showtimes with a Y, uh-huh. not with an I. Showtimesentertainment.com, a very good agency. It's a nationwide agency, and my dance mentor is actually the freaking Brad Pitt of male dancing. His name is Cody Showtime. And the way he trained me, and I can say this with a straight face to anybody, I've actually never hooked up with any of my customers for my strip show because my mentor is very adamant about the way he put it was, say you go into a private show and you do a show for 15 girls, right? Mm-hmm. You give your business card, you give your business card to 12 of those girls at the end of the night. If you sleep with any of those girls, none of them are going to call you to come back for another show. It, it applies to even that. You don't eat where you shit and don't shit where you exactly, eat. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I kind of like to tease and allude to something might happen. Oh, if you call me, I'll be sure to come by and show you the real thing next time or whatever you got to say to get that referral. Yeah. So I think during all this, I think you've had to learn a thing or two about attraction and about how spicing things up and intimacy works. If you could share either a story of something that you learned about how to use like some of these like tactical skills, right? So maybe something that our listeners can be like, wow, I should try that. Something maybe that you found that, oh, this works really well when I do this. And then if you can paint a story of a time that you use this to 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 really just in, excite some attraction in, in the opposite yeah, side. To, to spice things up, totally. Um, I would say within the past two years or so, I've recently gotten into kink pretty strongly. Uh, I'm 34 years old, and uh, I don't know if I can cuss on here. I've been fucking for a long time. So <laughs> it's, you get to a point where it's okay. I, I, I want that touch, and I want that feel. I want something else, or I want something more. Yeah. If you reach that point... And it's perfectly okay if you have. Don't let anybody tell you that you're weird because you want to try new things. Then that's exactly what you need to do. Just go try new things. Go experience new things. Hop on Facebook. Join a join a kink group or a group that's into food or whatever it is you know that sparks your interest. Don't be afraid to reach out and find some like-minded people. Google is a beautiful thing. Go find your squad. Don't be afraid to go out and reach out and find your squad and find. new people that are into the same consistent things as you. That way you get a new spark, but it's still within your realm of comfort or within your realm of what you're into. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what do you, what do you typically, do you go on meetup.com and then you find, because like, I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of interesting kinks out there. Me personally, I work a lot of gigs. So I have, I'm blessed and I, I get to meet a lot of people like all the time. So that's where, where I get to do my thing. And then those friends will usually tell me like, oh, join this group on Facebook or uh, 
peep out my Drew on, on FetLife or whatever, and I'm able to connect through that. But uh, there's definitely other avenues. Like I said, you can do an internet search. You can hop on FetLife. You can hop on, I'm sure if you hop on a dating site and mention on there what you're into, you'll find a like-minded person as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so- I just say, don't, don't be afraid to reach out and let that freak flag fly a little bit. You know, don't be afraid. <laughs> don't be ashamed. I'm 34 years old now, and I would say I spent my entire 20s just being the super masculine dude that was all about the chicks with big butts. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And that was it. And then you get a little older and you realize just how vanilla that is. And so think, uh, now I'm under that's... all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And do you think that's really like the reason why? Was it because of just like you've experienced everything and then you're just looking for more, just a bill? Um, or? Also, also for me, I am a recovering alcoholic and drug addict. So I think that also plays into my kinks as well. I have a lot of different jobs and I'm kind of like a, my own entrepreneur, but everything I do, it all stems from me replacing that party life with something else. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. You're looking for the the, the level of validation that you got from there and finding another avenue. That's not necessarily the validation, just the rush and excitement. You know what I mean? Those fun feelings of partying and stuff like that. I don't want to wreck my body anymore, or I don't want to put poison in my body anymore. I don't want to make bad decisions or say the wrong thing or put my hands on somebody anymore. I want to be a good person. So I I stay away from those things and I'm into what I'm into now. And I just always make sure I get that consent. (laughs) That's really important. Yeah. You know, and I love the, the growth and just the reflection that you've had because you've had a chance to experience so many things and you've been able to to decide what you really like and what you resonate to. And then you've had this, I don't want to, it's like a very uncensored approach at, at just saying, this is what I like and this is what I enjoy. So with that in mind, as we're getting close to wrapping up, what would you say for the final question would be your advice for your younger self now that you've had a chance to experience this freedom of just expression and living your life the way that you want to live it? I would probably tell my younger self to just be a little bit more greedy. I would, I think I spent a little too much time worrying about what other people think and not focusing on what I want. I put too much focus on whether it was somebody in wrestling that I was trying to get approval from or a partner or family members. Yeah, I, I didn't spend my 20s living life for me and now I do. I'm much happier. So I would say be a little greedy, but don't be greedy for money. Or, or even respect, be greedy for experience. You know what I mean? Get experience everything, figure out what you like, trial and error, go out and do it. Stop sitting there. I love that. Be greedy for experience. That's a t-shirt right there for sure. But I should put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> awesome. Well, Riv, it's been awesome having you on the show. Thank you so much for sharing your journey and, uh, and your unique reflections. It's been really cool. Oh uh, yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for having me y'all. And uh, please uh, find me on social media. You can find me uh, at Devil May Grind or hashtag Devil May Grind uh, pretty much on uh, anything. Great, great. Cool. Yeah, hit him up on Instagram. And if you want to book him, you know where to find him. And that's it for this one. Yep, yep. Cheers. Thanks, y'all. Cool. All right, brother. Thank you.
And everyone, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Don't forget to swing by Apple, search for The Dirt on Dating Show, and leave us a positive review. Also, if you want to be featured on the show, visit dirtondating.com slash single and introduce yourself. You can also just DM me at follow Noah on Instagram. That's it for this one. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Dirt on Dating Show. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Stay safe. Talk dirty. And we'll see you here tomorrow for another wild dating adventure.